It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking the podcast on the road this season. We want you to come with us. We're heading to Tampa. We're heading to Nashville. We're heading to New Orleans and maybe a couple other surprises. Thanks to fansofphilly.com. That's P-H-A-N-S, fansofphilly.com. They put all the packages together for us. We're going to hit the road. Set it and forget it. Four-star hotels, direct flights, tickets to the game, tailgates, pregame festivities, and can be a part of our show's as we're there the whole weekend, wherever we are going. Fansofphilly.com. Make sure you use the code BGN so we all stick together and come have fun with us as we cheer on our Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, and take over every stadium that we are in this season. Fansofphilly.com. Promo code BGN. Welcome on into the 38th edition of the Counterpoint Podcast, a.k.a. the Kenyon Barner edition of the Counterpoint Podcast. Listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's uh, not many great number 38s in Eagles history, and Kenyon Barner is a Super Bowl champion. So I, I think Kenyon was a safe a safe pick. Uh, mostly 38's been given out to, like, the shitty running back on the roster or, like, the the shitty cornerback. I saw Aaron Grimes was was on that list, and, you know... Uh, the old numbers, I just don't. I don't remember watching this player. So this is the the Kenyon Barner edition of the Counterpoint Podcast, brought to you by BGN Radio, bgnradio.com, and bleedinggreennation.com. And on today's show, of course, we have Jack's headlines, uh, full of a bunch of fun stuff, uh, including some personal talk. Uh, and then we have my one friend that I grew up with, kind of, you know. 
didn't really keep great in touch with. It goes down south. And he did a complete violation that I have to bring up on the podcast because members of the trust tree are the only ones that I would trust um, to really get as upset as I got uh, about this this pure uh, violation of, of being an Eagles fan. And then, of course, we have the Counterpoint Mailbag, which you can always email at counterpointmailbag at gmail.com. Uh, but first, it's Jack's headlines. And let's start it off because, guys, I met the Lombardi Trophy. I said hi to it. I saw it in all its glory. I'm pretty sure there was still confetti on it. Super Bowl confetti. Uh, I saw the I saw the Lombardi Trophy, and my my knees weakened a little bit, just a little bit. I weakened at the knees, and then like it was so weird because I wanted to take a picture next to it, and like <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what to do with my hands, so like it was in a case, it was in a glass case, and I was like, do do I put my arm around it? Do I like it felt I felt weird, but I ended up putting my arm around it, or I put it on top, like we're bros. I treated the Lombardi Trophy like we were best friends, and I think it felt that we were best best friends by the end of our of our small interaction. It's been passed around a lot, but I mean, it knows who whose daddy is. But yeah, I put my arm around the Lombardi Trophy <laughs> around the case, and then looking back on the picture, I was like, you know what, that was a little weird. But I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, am I, am I supposed to just sit next to it or stand next to it with like my hands in my pocket? That seems even weirder. So am I, am I supposed to put my my arm on top of of the case because then I look like a jackass? Like, I'm just like, oh, this is just a Lombardi trophy. No, you know what I did? I think I chose right. I think I chose right. I put my arm around the Lombardi trophy, you know, coddled it a little bit, kept it warm, uh, let it know that I'm there for it if it needs any, if it needs anything. Um, it was, it was a good interaction. It was a strong interaction with the Lombardi trophy. Um, and yeah, I was, I was very glad to have finally met it. We had a good interaction. And uh, I put my arm around it. I think that was I think that was the correct move. I was I was weak at the knees walking up to it, but I left the Lombardi Trophy strongly. So met the Lombardi Trophy. That was that was a big big life event for Jack this week. Uh, it, it does listen to the Counterpoint podcast, which I was blown away by. I was like, wow, really? And he's like, yeah, I appreciate the trust tree and, and all that. So shout out to the Lombardi Trophy. Really really fun stuff there. <laughs> also, it is OTAs Eve. Like OTAs start this week. And we talked about this before, but just like seeing the guys back out there in pads, yeah, I don't even care if they don't hit. Just just seeing them fly around, seeing. Listen, I'm already preparing myself for the Sydney Jones hype train. That is, it, it's starting to churn a little bit. The Sydney Jones hype train. He just turned 22 this week. He wears the number 22. Uh, 22 is a very swag number. All in on Sydney Jones. When I see him just starting to lock down people in practice, listen, we're we're going 16 and 0. And eventually 19 and 0. So um it's OTA's Eve. It's OTA's week. You know some guy's not gonna show up, and then you're gonna have people calling in, like, oh, Fletcher Cox doesn't care about winning. Missed that time. I missed that time last year when when people didn't show up and everyone freaked out about how they're not gonna be that good this year. Um it was a good time. And it's 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 interesting. I don't know how the fan base is gonna react this year, because usually it's that guy didn't show up. He hates to lose or he hates to win. But now, but now they're Super Bowl champions. They won the Super Bowl. So when guys don't show up because they want to just hang back with their families for another day or two and then come to camp and whatever, and they're going to show up and be great. How is, how is that, that hardened fan that has been, that has been through so much 
that has been hardened by this team breaking their heart for so many years going to react when a star player on the Eagles doesn't show up for OTAs. They like, does that fan, what is it's It's such a, it's such a interpersonal thing for that fan to get angry when it, when, when players don't show up. I feel bad for that guy. Now he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. On one hand, they're Super Bowl champions. On the other hand, does this guy even care about winning? You know, that's what he's thinking in his head. Listen, I, we, we need to send out some prayers for those people. The guys that get angry about people not showing up for OTAs. Because they're, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Prayers up. Prayers up. Because there's going to be someone that doesn't show up. And I, I don't know if that guy knows to get angry, to be happy. If I know the city, like I think I know the city, it's going to be outrage. It's going to be anger. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Are we going to see some bad takes on Twitter about guys not showing up for OTAs coming off of the Super Bowl championship? Hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we also had the return of Cocky Howie, a tradition unlike any other in the offseason. Now that you know he's he had his draft, he brought in his undrafted free agents. They're all going to be amazing. Um, mostly free agency is done. Now, now Howie's just going around town talking about how awesome he is. He was at the Wharton uh, College of Business down there at Penn, uh, just talking about analytics and stuff and whatever. And and Cocky Howie. Just had to take a, a one last little shot at Cleveland. Uh, from Michael Kist, Howie Roseman on Wentz being an analytical outlier. When he talked to people in Cleveland about the reason they couldn't get comfortable picking him at number two, it was because they're analytical. They're, they're, there's no analytical model that shows any sort of player. Wow, I gotta listen. Reading can some, sometimes be a struggle. I'm gonna I'm gonna retry reading that whole thing. That's that's on me. That's on me. Hand up. Um, when he talked to the people in Cleveland about the reason they couldn't get comfortable picking him at two, it was because there's no analytical model that shows any sort of history for a player like this. So Howie was like, listen, I've been pegged as an analytics guy for a decade now. And guess what? Now, I'm a football guy. Howie has advanced from being just an analytics stat stat stuffing, getting stuffed in locker nerd guy, to, hey, analytics? Yeah, guess what, bro? Also the eye test. Shove it. Cocky Howie is, is truly, he's, 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 he's got to be stopped. We got to stop Cocky Howie. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, just, he just loves, he loves just talking that shit in the offseason. All about it. Uh, and then finally, there has been an uptick on babies named Carson in PA. And this is like the least surprising story ever. Like the fact that BLG even wrote this story, like I could have wrote this story the day he was drafted. Like I could have, I could have scheduled this this post to come out two years from the day that he was drafted. I didn't need any statistical model to show me that that babies are being named Carson because I know this fan base, I know this city, I know this area, and it's all Eagles all the time. And when your franchise quarterback that you drafted number two overall turns into an MVP caliber player and an eventual Super Bowl champion quarterback, like you're gonna name your baby Carson. It happened with the Phillies. There's been a ton of babies named Chase. Guess what? Carson was the natural progression of the Philadelphia fan base. If you're a dad out there right now thinking about having kids, guess what? You're sharing classrooms with like three Carsons. Because even the Phillies at their height never match the hype of what the Eagles are. And that hurts as a Phillies guy. But but I understand. I understand the city. So um, babies named Carson 
know, everyone's like making a big story out of it. It's just like I could have wrote this two years ago. Could have wrote it two years ago. But I'm I'm I know this fan base. I knew they're gonna show out. I knew they're gonna come in and be like, all right, guess what? Naming every kid Carson now. So uh good stuff by the Eagles fan base. Now, let me set the backstory here. So um my my friend that I that I grew up with and like we were best friends growing up. Uh we went to high school together, slowly stopped being as close of friends, different friend groups, uh, whatever. He goes down south for college. And I we had been best friends for close to a decade. And of course, me, young me, was like on Sundays when we would hang out, just be like, we're watching the Eagles. Like there's there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And he'd be like, Yeah, sure, whatever, I'll watch. Like, I don't really care about the outcome. Like, whatever. Just very nonchalant about the Eagles. So he got married this weekend. And I didn't go because it was in Alabama. And I had to work. But I was looking at the videos. And, and I noticed when he was coming down the, you know, after, the, after the, the wedding. And they had the reception. And him and his groom were introduced. I noticed his jacket. So he changed jackets from the actual wedding to a different jacket. And I, and I looked very closely at the jacket because it was all different colors, whatever. And I get close enough. And I see it's an Eagles jacket. He was wearing an Eagles jacket. Now, this is a guy that I, I had known since we were both seven years old. I know he doesn't care about the Eagles. The way that I care about the Eagles. And like the fact that he would have the audacity to break out an Eagles jacket on his wedding day is something that is is only for the diseased Eagles fan. That is something that is that is that you not every single person gets to just jump on the Eagles bandwagon and be like, oh, love this team. Love my guys. No, no. If you're wearing an Eagles jacket at your wedding, you better have wheat when they won the Super Bowl. There has to be there. You cannot do that as a as a like. I don't know if he he was lying to his friends down in Alabama about how big of an Eagles fan he was because I know the real him, and I know growing up that he did not care about the Eagles in the way that I care about the Eagles. And personally, I should have been asked if he was allowed to wear that jacket. For his for his wedding reception, because it's not, it's not it's not some just like everyone's jumping on board with the Eagles thing. Like you can't just jump on board, be a fugazi, and 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 wear that jacket. The jacket is reserved for people who have lived and died with this team, not just the last couple of years when things got great and Carson got here. Total bullshit. So listen, if you were if you're thinking about doing anything Eagles related at your wedding. It needs to be it needs to be passed by the Eagles fan czar, which I am anointing myself. I'm anointing myself Eagles fan czar because I don't want to see the the spreading of the Fugazis to to create this illusion that they lived and died with the teams. I need a full vetting, a background test, a simple Q and A about the Eagles. I will sit down with couples and I will let them know if you are allowed to do something Eagles related at your wedding. 
if you're allowed to wear Eagles attire at your wedding? Because frankly, the fact that a Fugazi gets to wear an Eagles jacket, now he's spreading the false illusion that he was living and dying with this team, which I just know is not the case. And I will not stand for that at all. Now me, I'm getting married in August. And guess who's pulling out the Philly special at their wedding? Me. And now I see some, some Fugazi wearing an Eagles jacket. Now I'm like, well, do I got to have to get an Eagles jacket? It puts me in a tough place. So as the Eagles fans are, if you have questions, just bring them to me. I'm very unbiased. I have the right to do the Philly special because unlike most people, not the people that listen to this podcast, I'm not a front runner. And I love this team. And I weep when they won the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm a little I'm a little ticked off. You can't you can't just just waltz in with a, with an Eagles jacket when I know that for most of your life you didn't care about the Eagles. Probably doesn't even listen to this podcast. He doesn't listen to the Counterpoint podcast. And that's when you know that he's a real fraud. Mailbag time? I don't know if I'm ever going to do that again. Don't let me do that again. That was really lame. But it happened, and we're going to let it keep going on. Um, from John Barber. Uh, hey, Jack, are you a video game guy? If so, what do you like to play? Well, I don't play that fraud game Madden. However, I used to play Madden. And again, this is me. This is weird me, me being me. But <laughs> when I used to like create a player... I used to create storylines for like the media. So like if I played bad, I was worried I was going to get crushed by Angelo on the morning show. And like I would just be literally I would be stressing out about what Angelo thought of my <laughs> of my performance in the video game that he wasn't even a part of and definitely not a real person. So <laughs> that one's that one's a little weird on me. But when, like when I was a quarterback and I would just torch a team I would just envision Angelo or or someone coming on the air the next day and be like, this guy's a stone cold killer. Uh, I would I would make up false storylines for my guy. But uh, video games in general, like I don't know, like I played I played Madden last year and I was so mad I bought it. I always hate Madden because like the the gameplay is such dog shit. But I bought it because I just like oh, I just wanted to. Because honestly, when I was growing up playing Madden, the Eagles never had a good quarterback and I just wanted a good quarterback. And Wentz was a good quarterback. Um, even though I'm pretty sure Key and Fay he like made the rankings because preseason he was like an 80, which was insane. Um, but if I had to choose a video game, I play a lot of NBA 2K. Uh, I'm a big 2K guy. I, I love playing 2K. Um, from Matt Baum, B H A M E, Bame, one of those two. Uh, what's the deal with the disappearing act by of Jim Schwartz? As soon as the Super Bowl ended, he was gone. Yeah, I mean Jim Schwartz hasn't really been around. But like the 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 way I like to envision my version of Jim Schwartz is that he was killing lions in Africa all offseason. Like, I envision, like, Jim Schwartz just goes on a bunch of big game hunts in the offseason because, like, he is such a stone-cold killer that way uh, and like, just, like, throws on those those aviators. Like, he can't he can't be in a cold climate with those aviators. Like, it's a, when, you see, when you see people wearing aviators in a cold climate, it's just weird. Uh, so he has to always be in warm climates. And I, I envision him big game hunting in Africa during his whole entire offseason. Um yeah, that's what I got. That's where my Jim Schwartz is. <laughs> um, from some guy's name is business. Um, diseased Eagles fan here. First of all, those Kist and Solak bums need to get their nonsense together. The fans demand at least three pods per day for the remainder of the season. Hashtag millennial work ethic. You're right. As a guy who works really hard on my podcast and puts out maybe one a week, those guys need to get together. Only five per week. Guess what? 
We got we got to bump it up to at least one per day or two per day. <laughs> anyway, uh, my question is over under a number of Pro Bowls uh, Mulata makes as a future Hall of Fame left tackle asking for a friend. I would say at least six. Um, but man, people really don't think like people around here and, and Trey and all these other guys just don't think he's going to be good at all. And I I'm just really interested. I want to see how he does. I don't know if he's going to be anything, but it's worth it. Um, from Scott Schreiner, I don't believe in logo scouting for the NFL draft, but I would take a, but I would never take a USC quarterback. I feel like believing in a quarterback from USC is an indefensible position, and any scout that gives a positive grade to one should be fired on the spot. On that note, I've already written off Sam Darnold as a complete bust. Am I wrong? P.S. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Wow, breaking. You know, this this is very on brand for me as well because I'm a guy that breaks down jersey numbers, breaks down names. And the USC quarterback is is a is a really good one to jump on because I'm pretty sure Carson Palmer's probably the best one. Although Mark Sanchez is the only one that, you know, he was in the, the two AFC championship games, which is ridiculous. And Sam Darnold, I never liked Sam Darnold. I didn't like Sam Darnold one bit. The mechanics were weird. And guess what? Darnold? Bad name. It's a bad name. And he's a USC quarterback combined with a bad name. I agree with you. Total, total bust, Sam Donald. Um, from uh, Eric Hernandez at Master Freaks, if an eagle came out with a rap album and it's terrible, would you trick yourself into believing it's good or would you be honest about it? <sighs> hmm. Hmm. I would probably trick myself into believing it's good. Like, I'd just be like, ah, it's pretty good. I don't think I'd rip them apart. Yeah, it'd be tough to rip it apart. Unless it's like really bad. Like if Lane, John- if Lane Johnson came out with a rap album, I would probably rip it apart. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Because I talk myself into Eagles way too fast and I would talk myself into them being good rappers. From uh, Sean Lamont at 11 the Goat, which has to be about Carson. Like if that's not about Carson, just change your name. Um, if the NFL instituted a hunger games for 53, uh, roster spot on every team, who's winning for the Eagles. So I was thinking about this a lot and I didn't want to give the cliche answer, but I feel like you almost have to, I mean, Carson Wentz is a hunter and he's also has pinpoint accuracy and he's also calm under pressure and he's also fast. Now he's a big target and people might go for his knees coming off the ACL, but I'm, I'm envisioning this Carson Wentz being fully healthy. It's hard not to pick Carson because of all the different traits he has as a hunter. He has the gun. He has the bow and arrow. Whatever else other thing people use for hunting. I envision he'd be a good fisherman. I always picture like Carson Wentz catching uh, catching fish with his hands. So, um, yeah, I would, I would pick Carson. I know it's like a cliche answer, but, yeah, I, I, w- I would pick Carson, especially in a game where he has to live because he needs to live forever. Um <laughs> What's your Eagles Mount Rushmore look like? So this was ridiculously hard and I didn't think it'd be as hard as it was, but like I was, so just to get a little refresher, not a refresher cause I didn't know, but like I just wanted to get an idea where people were. I was looking at like the best Eagles of all time and it had like Randall coming Cunningham at number four and like Randall's great, but he never won shit here. And like, he was cool. He was awesome. But like he should never be ahead of Donovan. I know, I know he shouldn't, but he shouldn't be ahead of Donovan. So the first three are, are obvious, like Doc, Reggie, Benaric. And then it gets tricky because like, I feel like you have to put someone on the Mount Rushmore that was on the Super Bowl team. 
And I wanted to put Wentz on it. I really did. Because I think Wentz right now is going to be, it's, it's more of a projection than anything, but he's going to win multiple Super Bowls here and be the best quarterback in Eagles history. And you should probably have a quarterback on your Mount Rushmore. But he didn't win a Super Bowl this year. So I just felt like I couldn't, I couldn't put him on there. Jason Peters is the best left tackle in Eagles history. I wanted to put him on there, but he also didn't play in the Super Bowl. So I put the guy who made the biggest play of the Super Bowl, has a great smile, is an all-time Eagle, and I hope he never leaves. Brandon Graham is on my Mount Rushmore of Eagles. He's an Eagle through and through. He gets it. Welcome to Mount Rushmore. Brandon Graham. From uh, Oh, by the way, the last question was from DK at uh, Cancello22. So, whatever. And then from at Sauce13 would you rock a Doug Peterson number 14 jersey? Uh, 100%. I've been looking for one. I want to get one because that's the best jersey to own right now in the city. A Doug Peterson number 14 jersey is the best jersey to own outside of a Wentz jersey. Um... Second best jersey to own outside outside of obviously good the good throwback jersey. It's funny, and he's also the man. So I definitely hundred percent you can buy a Doug Peterson jersey. And the second part of the question: When the birds made Doug the Doug hire, I scoffed and told my older brother, Falcons fan, that if this Joker ever won us a Super Bowl, I'd get his jersey and have yet to do so. Am I a Welcher? Should I be ashamed for doubting him in the first place? Uh, yeah, you're a fucking Welcher. Go get your ass a Doug Peterson jersey. You made a bet. And guess what? It's also an awesome jersey. And third off, they won the Super Bowl because of Doug Peterson. Like, what are you doing, Johnny Sauce 13? Jesus Christ. And no, you don't have to be ashamed for doubting him in the first place. Because I think most of us thought he was a stumbling idiot. But guess what? What he did was stumble into our hearts. <laughs> Doug Peterson. But yeah, you're a total Welsher at Johnny Sauce 13. You made a bet. It's also an awesome jersey. It's a good bet to lose. It's a good bet to lose. Come on, Johnny. What are we doing, kid? Ugh. <laughs> but that is going to do it for another <laughs> off-season edition of the Counterpoint Podcast. Just so much going on <laughs> in Eagles land these days. Uh, I look forward to the OTA narratives. We'll be back next week breaking down them all. It's always a great time when the, o- when the OTA takes take over our Twitter feed. So talk to you next week. And uh, go birds. Just open your ears and listen, listen, listen.